And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we're back again. Look at us. We're probably going to be back every week during the summer. It's too much. Like, what are we... <laughs> What are we doing, man? Like, uh, let's chill on these new releases every week. When am I going to see these know. movies? Boogeyman. You're falling too far behind now, Dwayne. What's going on with you? Transformers. I, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be away next week. So What? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to Orlando, bro. What? Yeah. Oh, snap. You hit up that Disney, that Universal, <laughs> what? Listen, all I ask, Dan and I are going. All I ask is that I get my damn wand. I just want a oh. wand. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Hey, take me to the damn Harry Potter Street <laughs> in the Universal. Let me I, get a wand. I just want a wand, and that's it. And I'm going to be happy. That's it. You know? <laughs> but, man, speaking of collectibles, AMC. Now, why do you want to, like, drop some fire when I got to go on a trip the next week? <laughs> You see what I'm <laughs> you see what I'm talking about with this AMC man that Miles helmet. Even my mom, my mom was like, that actually looks really good for for mm-hmm. like a popcorn bucket. I was like, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. Even the Ant Man one too. Like there, these these like helmet bucket things. They're sick. Where were they at when like Iron Man was out and shit? <laughs> like, 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 come on now, like. These are pretty good. Like, I need a Black Panther helmet or something. That would have been dope. I know. They just gave us that little tin that lights up. <laughs> right. So, man, I didn't get the Gwen the Gwen uh, helmet, though. It, I, I'm actually starting to, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of low-key. I'm like, I hope they have it, like, next time I go. It's crazy. So, when I went in to see, what did I see? We Oh, we went back to watch You Hurt My Feelings Friday night. Uh-huh. Um and it was at the same theater that I went to for Spider-Verse on Thursday. And when we walked in, I looked because they always have like them up on display. And the Miles one was already gone. They still had Gwen. But then when Whoa. we came out the movie, the Gwen was gone. So let's say you see, okay, I was like, okay, maybe I have a chance to get the Gwen. I listen, Larry, I could not get both. I was I was standing in front of this lady. She was looking at me. The Miles helmet was looking at me behind her and i said listen how much is the helmet <laughs> she was like ah, it's like 30 and listen luckily i had like two five dollar rewards thank god i had two five dollar rewards and i was able to get it but i do really like the miles one the miles yeah. one came out really good and how are they gonna drop two like that's just yeah. wrong, oh, that's they wrong amc <laughs> like tyler said if they would have dropped the miguel one oh my god it would have been oh my it would have been it would have been done and but. i know it's bad because so cinemark doing it where like they charge you extra if you want to actually get popcorn because they know most people just want that damn bucket so now they're charging <laughs> you the price plus like Oh, to get a medium popcorn. Also, you'll pay extra. AMC Ooh. just uh, includes it in the price. So I was walking around on Thursday. I had yep. these two damn heads with me, and I had with these the two, two damn large buckets. popcorn buckets. I, walking by. I was like, "Oh my lord!" <laughs> oh my god! I got the helmet, and I was like, "Man, I do not eat large popcorns." Alex, Alex does, but I cannot. I do my little small popcorn if I really want some popcorn, and I don't even finish that bag. Listen. 
that bucket was looking so goofy next to me when I saw it again on Thursday. Like I, <laughs> I had me a few bites and then I was it. Like I am not a big bucket of popcorn person at the movie theaters. Like I'm just. I am not. glad though. I'm glad that they realized people don't want don't be trying to put the popcorn in there. Don't nobody. I want agree. I don't want to clean bucket. this shit. Nah, they just handed me them still in the bags, both yep. heads, and gave me the bucket. I'm like, all right, at least y'all learning. Like, don't try right. it. Don't put that shit in there. So, <laughs> listen, mine was on lock though. They had the they had the helmets at guest services, Ooh. so you had to buy it at the register, what? and then had to go pick it up. I guess people were getting were getting were getting crazy or something. I don't oh, know. Hell, <laughs> I guess they were getting. <laughs> They were getting crazy and Methuen or something. I don't know, but it was, yeah, I'm excited. I like it. It's right behind me right now. We are on audio, so you can't see shit, but it's sitting right there. Next Between, to yeah, the Ant-Man one, that Batman yeah. cowl that they did last year, and then the screen bucket. I'm like, ooh, these little helmets and cowls and stuff. Mm-hmm. They I've always, good. and it's crazy, too, because I've, I've always wanted, like, helmets like you know yeah. along with like my nerd stuff but they're so expensive mm-hmm. like that iron man one i, I know you know oh, what i'm t- yeah. probably talking about i know chris has it but i think it's like 150 dollars. so listen i'll drop my little 30 bucks here and, and they there. look good like now they're not <laughs> yeah. metal or like professional professional but this, like your mom said this i like that when they have like that texture to them and yeah they look good for a little popcorn bucket yeah my mom my mom's like all right actually that looks pretty good like, yeah it's a popcorn <laughs> bucket she's like no it's not and then i showed it to her i was like yeah it's a popcorn bucket so yeah she was here yesterday she we, we didn't get a chance to go see it the movie but she's gonna uh she's gonna see it sometime this week because she wants to see it and stuff yeah. but anyway let's get into the box office i know we went this is like we usually save these for the middle of the show Ooh. Not the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get into the box office. We have a lot to get into. Of course, this weekend we had the opening release for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We had, I don't know why, but we had the Boogeyman also trying to compete with <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, we had Little Mermaid in its second weekend and just a bunch of other movies that are still out competing with each other. So let's get into it, Larry. Number one, what do we have? So coming in at number one is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which made an incredible $120.5 million in its opening weekend. That is more than three times the opening weekend of the first Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And it also made an additional $88.1 million at the international markets for a worldwide opening weekend of $208.6 million. Oh, my God. So I am over the moon with this number. I can't even believe that it pulled in this much. Going into the weekend, we were talking about the records that it was breaking and you got to realize, too, what's crazy about this is that it's doing this with all this competition around it. So part of me is like, man, if Little Mermaid was not out this like last week, this maybe maybe it could have gotten like an extra five or ten million, uh, you know, this weekend if, you know, they didn't have such stiff competition. Yeah. But even besides all that, I can't even be mad. Like one hundred and twenty million was not what I was expecting at all. 
I told you, I said I was going at the high end last week. I was yeah. I was like 115. I forget where you were. I think you were like 105. I was like 115 or one time. I was like, man, if this yeah, thing you makes for it. If this thing makes like $120, like I will not be quiet. I will not be silenced. I will not like I cannot believe that Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse is as of right now and might will I mean what I can't even think of another comic book movie that will probably make more than it this this uh the rest for the rest of the year because I honestly don't think Flash is doing 120. I don't I don't think yeah. Blue Beetle is doing 120. I don't think I don't think the Marvels, I'm sorry Hannah, I don't think the Marvels is doing 120. Maybe Aquaman, I don't know, we don't know yet. Yeah, we'll but see. uh this was a this is a this is an incredible number and the fact that it brought in more money than two MCU movies this year. Oh man, I mean I was I was ecstatic. I was shocked because the MCU usually every year like it's the MCU that brings in uh, that you know dominates the box office regarding like okay, the highest grossing CBM of the year is an MCU film when it comes to comic book movies for the most part. So I was not expecting it to dethrone both Quantumania and narrowly by guardians of the galaxy i know guardians of the galaxy made two million less but it still beat it so mm-hmm. yeah i'm really really surprised but i don't what do you think it is like what do you think happened here i, I what what I what did get, it i guess people were just nervous with that first one because i thought i was like i just i know it was a hit enough obviously they made a sequel and you know won the oscar but it wasn't like this mega box office hit and I, I guess it just got, you know, people's word of mouth. I didn't realize yeah. how people were skeptical of that first one before they actually watched it at home. So they didn't want to go see it at the movie theater. Yeah. Um, but just over these years, obviously Spider-Man in general. I mean, he's one, he's like the most popular superhero there is for a reason. Um, yeah. every, you know, people just love their Spider-Man. So he, he's a pretty bankable comic book character. Um, that's why he's been a mainstay since the Raimi days. We always have some sort of Spider-Man going on and they all do pretty well, but man, this one just, it took off. This is the second biggest opening of the year. And guess what? Our top two openings of the year are animated films in 2020. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to come near. We, we both were like, okay, it's not going near Mario. But, but but it got closer than I thought. As, I mean, as time <laughs> went on, it was like it could get there. It could get closer, you know. It was so. more front-loaded because it actually opened the first day of release, including previews, was bigger than Mario. It had like a $50 million Friday and Thursday. Oh, my God. Thursday was like 17. Po- it was it's, And that's the crazy. second biggest for an animated film of all time behind only The Incredibles 2, which also, yeah. you know, everybody was like losing their minds for an incredible sequel. And that opened humongous. But this is this is nuts. It had a huge yeah. opening day. Obviously, it, it, Saturday and Sunday, I guess Mario held on a little bit stronger. But yeah, two animated films, biggest openings of the year so far. How about that? And I want to go back to what you were saying about Spider Man because I do agree that, of course, Spider Man is like you know it's a mainstay, the name. But I really think it's more than that because. You know, we've had animated movies of other heroes come out, 
not all the time in theaters, but they happen. You know, yeah. Lego Batman, you know, it happens. But, you know, Lego Batman did okay. And it, that opened at like 50-something million. And uh, I just think, I think the the audience grew. It grew a massive fan base in the span of five years. I think it helped the movie, the fact that we didn't have the second one a year or two right after it had five mm-hmm. years to gain a massive fan base. And like I said last week, that, that song, and you could go a long way with a banger ass soundtrack. I mean, ask suicide oh, squad, uh-huh. ask suicide squad. You could go a long way with like a crazy ass soundtrack with big names. That song with post Malone, it has like two billion views on uh oh, yeah. on youtube the sunflower yeah so i was just like it's just over the and it's like it's not even like a regular music video whereas it's just you know it's just you know post malone doing his thing with like bottles and women and whatever it's it's the entire video is is like showing the first movie you know yeah. and i think that helped i just think the word of mouth from the you know everyone all constantly hearing oh it's one of the best Spider-Man movies is probably the best Spider-Man movies really helped it out of course that Oscar win you know so it was definitely a movie that we all kind of panned at first when we heard about it then we got an animated Miles Morales I mean you know so the fact that it's a it 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 brought in an eighty five million dollar increase from the first one. I mean that's just that does that doesn't that does not happen with sequels a lot where you could just yeah. jump so massively. Sometimes sequels jump like an extra 10, 20, 30 million, but I mean, like if you want to compare the the quickest sequel that I could think of that as far as like there was an increase uh Thor Ragnarok to Thor Love and Thunder. You know, Ragnarok was like 117, Love and Thunder was like 135, 140. You know, yeah. so like about 30, about about like 20 million, 20, 30 million increase. This movie, I mean, 85 million dollars. That should goes to show that that it's more than oh, the first one was good. It's they did something. They 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 caught something here when it comes to these Spider-Verse movies. And I think it's only going to help the the movie that's coming out next year, just oh, really impressive. Yeah. And of yeah. course, that that ending is going to make sure that at least it yeah. stays the same. I I think there's no way it goes down in its opening next year. Uh, yeah. I think it could only go up. So, yeah, an insane number. It got an A cinema score, which is a little bit below because the first one did The Impossible, you know, and got an A plus cinema mm-hmm. score from audience members. This one got an A, which is still great. Um, the word of mouth is great. The critical and fan reception has been really strong to it so far. Again, I mean, I think Transformers should probably be kicking themselves that they're opening the weekend after. Oh boy, I don't know about that Transformers, Larry. Because I... it's about to get. I mean, it's it's a huge audience is about to get swiped out from this because I think yeah. people are going to be coming back for Spider Verse next week. It's, it's bad too because. It's because Spider Verse has become like a like a Avengers Endgame, uh, uh, like a, a No Way Home, Scream, you know, Scream Five and Six. It's become that for me, where I just want to continue going to the theater to see that one thing, and that's it. And uh, I'm going on Tuesday. 
And next weekend, I don't know about Transformers, dude, because I now this I don't know what I don't know, like, I don't know what happened with this year, these past this past like month or two where it's just been new release, new release, new release, and not even like new release, new release. It's been like blockbuster, blockbuster, blockbuster. Uh, it's so it. I think it has hurt a lot of movies, but I think the movies clearly it's not doing that much damage because last week we had a really big opening for the Little Mermaid. Then it's not like audiences are tired and they're like, oh, okay, well, we gotta break, take a break for one weekend. No, they all came back for the next movie. Now I do think next week with Transformers, I do think uh, I don't even think it's gonna be the number one movie next week. I think it's gonna be this. I, really? I just have a I have a feeling that it's gonna be this. Uh I, I don't think the drop for this is gonna be in the sixties at all. I think the drop is gonna be like somewhere like kinda high like kinda how Guardians was. That forty, fifty percent drop, and then Transformers is just gonna be like the lame duck. And this is and it's sad because this happened to Bumblebee a few years ago too. Oh, uh, yeah. So I uh, I don't know about next week. We'll see though. Ooh, but, uh, for a flop. Yeah, I mean, so I wanted to ask you before we move on. Uh, what do you think this says to the current state of comic book movies? Where I mean, it's not like this one opened. This one didn't open to like seventy, eighty million. Which I think would have been a disappointment after like the last couple of weeks, was you know watching the tracking. So what do you think it says that, you know, we had the lame duck box office for Quantumania. We, you and I both even thought that Guardians Three was a little low, and even though that was still a hundred million dollar movie, we thought you know the Guardians Volume Two was like one thirty seven or something like that. So we thought taking a drop from that a drop off and doing 118 is a little low shazam i mean (laughs) i mean that's massive flop massive massive failure so what do you think this says for the state of comic book movies as far as right now because i think this this goes this goes to show that it's not the it's not fatigue it's just make some good shit dude and Make stuff look good. Make stuff look like they're worth coming to see, I guess. So where do you stand on that? I think, I mean, I think it ties into the discussion we were having about just the increase in general. There's just something about it. Maybe it is because they're animated and they stand out amongst, you know, the overall landscape. Everything else in comic books and theaters is live action. Like you said, we've gotten like the Lego Batman movie or DC League of Super Pets, which like, come on. Uh, but it, so uh, these films obviously stand out. They feel so different. They feel innovative and fresh, new. They're pushing boundaries in so many different ways that I don't, they, it feels kind of like just a different type of cultural movement with these Spider-Verse films. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I think that has a big part to do with it. Because I think Guardians open five. You know, like the uh, Quantumania actually, I think, was a really solid, strong opening. It yeah, just fell. yeah, yeah. That's it fair. just fell hard. Um, the drop. The drop that was just. Yeah, amazing. it was the drop. And now the overall gross is like less than Ant Man Man and the Wasp, even though it opened much bigger than Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, so that is yeah. nuts. Um, but so I think that's it. And I think that's the problem is the the fatigue comes in you know we've been seeing a lot of the same style of movie for 20 years almost mm-hmm. and so when we get something that feels new that feels innovative like it's pushing us forward uh people people respond well and i think that's what's happening with these spider-verse films yeah yeah i i would agree and uh yeah i think uh it's going to be really good to see how it does moving forward. Because again, I do think the drop off next week is going to be a little low. And uh, I'm so. hoping it is too. But uh, well, you need to watch something new though. Nah, what, why am I surrounded by friends who just be watching the same thing over and over? Bro, you said you went to go see what? You hurt what? Like, what do we watch? It's a Sundance hit. You hurt my feelings. With watch Spider-Verse again. Actually, what? I'm hoping. I'm trying to get a little group to go together on Tuesday as well. <laughs> okay, then. So. I'm trying. I'm, but I'm going to be seeing Bumble. Or not Bumble. Be Transformers next week still. The only reason why I'm not going to be able to see it because I'm going away. Yeah. So we'll uh, see. Uh, but, yeah. So... I'm hyped. I'm hyped to have lowballed it. I'm so glad that your prediction was the right one and it came in at one twenty. I'll be interested to see tomorrow too. I'm kinda hoping it, it bumps it up at least a couple extra million. Go ahead. Uh, when give, the, give when me that one twenty three. Yeah, give us like twenty two, twenty three. Just just to add a little icing to the cake moving forward. <laughs> Do you know that this made more than homecoming? That is, is that wild. That is, I think if you go back to the Spider-Man movies, I think this was more than Spider, uh, you know, Amazing Spider-Man Part Two, or Two. I don't know why I said Part, but Ooh, this part. is more than Homecoming. Not Far From Home, because Far From Home had that stupid Tuesday release. Yeah, so I don't even know what to say about that. Ooh. Obviously, not No Way Home, but yeah, I mean. The fact that it could make an animated Spider-Man movie made more than a live action or in a couple live action Spider-Man movies. Uh, yeah, I was saying pretty to decent me, chunk of them actually. To me, it's kind of because I don't. I mean, I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go all the way down the list, but like Spider-Man One, what was that? I know it was like the first Spider-Man movie, but like what was that? Like ninety something million. Mm-hmm. Well, even the second Spider-Man Two opened to eighty-eight million. Listen, man, Miles, that boy. So, I mean, the only ones, I think this is like the third biggest Spider-Man opening behind Far From 114. Home. And, no um, Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home and Far From Home are the only two that have opened bigger than this. That is crazy. That is. Oh, no, no, no. I guess it'll be fourth. Spider-Man 3 opened to 151. Okay. Spider-Man 1 did uh, 117 is what I just saw. 114. Why does Spider Man wow. 2 make less? That's, wow. that's actually wild that Spider Man 2 crazy. had such a huge dip off of Spider Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's wild. Um, <laughs> how come y'all didn't go see Spider Man 2? <laughs> learn something. I could have sworn maybe it was another stupid like Tuesday release on. Let me actually check this out because now he now it. he is shook over that <laughs> Spider Man 2 opening Spider-Man weekend. 2. That's Daddy Mac right there. That don't make no damn sense. 
July eighty eight million opening. Okay, well it's it it, it does have the long weekend. It came out the fourth uh, of July weekend. Oh, okay. so the three day was eighty eight. The four day was uh one fifteen. Oh, so it's kind of like home homecoming. Yeah, or far from home. I mean, yeah, or far, far from, from home. home. Sorry. Uh, okay, okay. Now I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. We're okay, good. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to number two. Black All people. right. So <laughs> coming in at number two, we have The Little Mermaid in its second weekend of release, making $40.6 million in its second week for a 57.5% drop. That brings the latest Disney live action remake up to $186.2 million domestic and $326.7 million worldwide. Oh man, you know what I realized about Little Mermaid? I, I I realized I've never I never noticed that I've had I've never had a time where I had to like rush to see something if I wanted to see it in IMAX. Because and, and now it's back to back to back. It's back to back. And like that's why I went to go see Little Mermaid on Monday last week because I was like, this is like the last this is like the only time I'm gonna be able to see it in IMAX. Because Next week is Spider-Verse. I'm presuming the Transformers movies is going to take IMAX and Dolby this weekend, which is going to be a, a crime because Ooh. Spider-Verse and IMAX is just brilliant. But uh, yeah, so Little Mermaid, I actually think this drop is a lot lower than I was expecting. I thought it was going to be just, just, I mean, it is still kind of 50, around 60, you know, 57.5%. Yeah. But I think that I don't think that has much to do with the movie. I think it has much more to do with the competition itself, with Spider Verse coming out right afterwards. And we we talked about it how it's kind of the same audiences, you know. So yeah, a lot of the same. So uh, yeah, no, I, I think, agree. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I think it's still pretty solid. I think you know, again, I don't know what's going on with these these releases, these back to back to back releases because they're only getting they're only getting bad. They're only getting like worse too, uh, because Barbie and Oppenheimer they are all they're both down with the fight and they're not moving. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now they're fighting Tom Cruise too because he's mad he's losing them IMAX screens. Yeah, it's crazy. See, another another one losing IMAX after one week of release, Mission Impossible. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. So, all right, number three. How do you feel about that? Uh, speaking of, though, how do you feel about what? that uh, worldwide number, though? So it's For looking what? like this one ain't going to get anywhere near a billion. For Little Mermaid, I think yeah. it did it say it, it's like just made 300 million now. Yeah, so it's just over 300. Yeah. Uh. It ain't looking good. Is what I'm gonna say. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna end around six or seven hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be like just just around that. But uh, maybe like I don't know. Could it be like as low as like five? Oof. I hope. Yeah, not. this is one where I really feel like the domestic is is gonna carry it as far as it can. But oh man, hmm. it's tough because there's so much stuff coming out skewing I to know. all the same people. And uh, it's it's been tough. So, all right. What do we got for number three? 
So, scaring its way into number three, we have The Boogeyman, which debuted to $12.3 million in its opening weekend. The adaptation from the short C. Stephen King novel, not novel, short story, uh, also earned $7.7 million internationally for a $20 million worldwide opening. Uh, I don't know what the budget was, but I think this well, is pretty solid. As I say, it looks all cute and solid until we know that it cost about $35 million to make. Why? <laughs> Yo, anytime like horror goes over twenty, I'm just like, for what? I haven't seen it, but like, is there like some big CG something in there? I mean, just the beast, like the boogeyman. Um, but, you know, obviously they don't show uh, him all that much. Um, right. Yeah, so it's like, this is, a, I, at first, me too, I was like, okay, this is right around where I was hoping, 10 to 15, yeah. sounds good. But then I was like, oh, wait, it costs 35 mil to make? Oop. Okay, well. Oh, what? Oh, God. Learn yeah. from, like, the pearls and the X and the screams where it's like, or Evil Dead Rise, where it's like under 10 million to make. Like, yeah. oh, man, that's crazy to me. Absolutely yeah. crazy to me. I don't know. I know that this is another one that originally was slated to go to streaming. Um, This one, maybe should have. Not like the other ones. I liked the Boogeyman more than I anticipated, actually. I I quite liked it, but yeah, no. All I'm going to say is that I mean, I said this when it came to Scream. I said, man, don't release these movies with my faves because Yay, I, I'm not going to watch until like the three weeks later or something. Then something came out with Scream 6. And I was like, I don't know what you're doing, bro. I think something I, came yeah. out with Scream 6. And I forget what it was. And I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to go see it because my attention is on one movie. And that's how I get. I Spider-Verse, if, if I could, if I wasn't going away next weekend, I would probably do Spider-Verse a fourth time. Ooh. And, uh... Well, yeah. bless Universal. <laughs> Y'all are wild. It's that Hannah fixation. I got I know, it. I'm you and Hannah it. just be going mad. Well, nobody's as bad as Hannah, but nah, that's, that's only but that but Hannah's bad when it's like when the stuff comes to streaming and shit. Then ooh, she's like, ooh. I'm gonna watch it like 25 times in one week or oh whatever it is. We all just be my mouth on the floor watching her just <laughs> rewatching on a loop. But nah, the Boogeyman, I think it's is worth a check out if you like horror films at some yeah. point. Um, it, it also doesn't necessarily require like theater viewing. So, you know, it's That's there. Drop that, drop that bad boy on digital. Let me get Ooh. to it. I mean, it'll probably be there in like two, three weeks. So get yeah. ready. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number four. What do we got? So holding on at number four, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which made ten point two million dollars in its fifth weekend of release for a fifty-one percent drop in week number five. That brings the third Guardians of the Galaxy film up to three hundred and twenty-two point seven million domestic and seven hundred and eighty point one million dollars worldwide. Yeah, Guardians is still trucking along, making good box office money. I think a little small 50% drop in week five is actually 
really solid. And this usually happens when, you know, when there's a, a superhero movie that comes out, the superhero movie that's like also still in theaters will get a little bit of a push. So, yeah, yeah I think they even took away a couple of theaters from Guardians 3 and it's still only dropped 51%. So I think 10 million in week five uh, is really solid, really, really solid. Yeah, and it's now it's over. It's almost to that eight hundred million mark worldwide. So good on them, and yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good it, a good number for them. And it surpassed uh, the next movie here. Ooh. It, 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 yeah, this movie. I don't know domestic. Okay, we'll get into it. Number five. What do we got? <laughs> All right, coming in at number five, we have Fast X, which brought in nine point two million dollars in its third weekend of release, which is a sixty percent drop from its second week. That brings Fast X up to one hundred twenty-eight point four million domestic and six hundred and three point two million worldwide. Yeah. Uh... It, domest- worldwide it's been doing great domestically it's it's just it's starting to fall off a cliff a little bit here uh yeah. it's it's not looking great domestic wise worldwide though it's doing well it's doing actually pretty good i would say yeah uh, but domestic it's the, the domestic audience is all set dude they're and, so uh, done with fast yeah, movies they're, they're all set and uh they are now the rock is like they're trying to do another spinoff for Hobbs. Vin uh, uh, Diesel's mad at Jason Momoa. Listen, oh Vin, there is one. There is not. There is one person that you should not be mad about when it comes to Fast X because without that person, that movie would have been a utter disaster. Jason like, Momoa is what saved your movie. He's I mean, talking about that's now. why it's bombing with critics. Every single review no. I've ever seen almost has praised Jason Momoa as being like the thing and that pops the movie up. And they're like, and they're crapping on you, Vin. They're <laughs> saying like this, dude. I mean, it's 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 wrap it up. That's what everybody's saying. They're saying to wrap it up, dude. Wrap Trust, it up. It's time. He's the reason I'm excited to go back for Fast Eleven. Exactly. Like, we're getting the same villain. Y'all didn't kill off Momoa. He's coming back. You know, we left on that cliffhanger, which yeah. is whatever. Like, but if it wasn't for Jason Momoa, I probably would groan at the idea of an eleventh. Now I'm kind of excited. I'm like, all right, give me. Let me see what we got for eleven at least. But let's wrap it up in eleven. Yeah, Don't let's wrap it up. do a thirteen. Who Universal? Y'all need to sit <laughs> Vin down and say we're doing a <laughs> two parter, sir. We are not doing a three part finale. <laughs> We spent three hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars on Fast X, because and it's gonna going make into, barely break even. Barely going into Fast X, I was just like, you know, I'm not looking forward to this, dude. But when I sat down and Jason Momoa gets introduced, it's 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 immediately the moment where I'm like, oh, he's oh he's playing a, he's playing a gay villain. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Okay, great. Let's <laughs> see. And it's yeah. and he's so fun. He's so much fun. So much fun. That is like the only thing in that movie that constantly kept me excited, pumped. He's messing with all of them. You know, he he and barely that's what, that's, he, that's what this series needs. That's what I mean. Vin Diesel saying that madness is so stupid. It's like, dude, you take yourself and this character and this series so seriously. Yeah. While the rest of us are watching you fly into space, like bruh, and you're sitting there all stone faced family, 
Family. Stone like, face. Not, stop. Like, please. You ripped off a car door of the movie. It's just too much. So. And here, like, I knew right off the bat, Vin was going to be doing too much or too little uh, when he's sitting there giving his little eight-year-old driving lessons in the uh-huh. parking lot. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are we doing? Sitting here thinking this is all cute. Oh, okay. Bonding over driving a car at eight years old. Okay. <laughs> what? So... Also, what race is your family, Vin? You got Rita Moreno <laughs> as your mom. You got white ass MF or John Cena as your brother. your brother. And you had a child with a white ass Australian woman, and he has gotten black. He was white when we first met his little ass when you first showed him. And now he's black three movies later. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your family then? What is this? Who are you folks? But <laughs> damn. Oh my god. You, like it's yeah. look, I wouldn't have a problem. I mean, it would be weird for Vin Diesel and Elsa Pataki to produce a black child in the first yeah. place. But the fact that he started out light skinned and each movie has gotten progressively darker until now it's a full on black actor is like, what? What's going on? Yeah, because it's not a- okay. I don't Okay, all we're saying is that the audiences are checked out <laughs> World, <laughs> worldwide. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're coming still, back. They're holding it domestically. They're tapped. Okay, so it's time. I I know no, like domestic too. is the end all be all, but it's it's time. It's, but it's been, been time. like this for so long. Like when yeah. you look at the divide right now, twenty one percent of the box office is from domestic, and almost eighty percent of the box office for Fast X is coming from overseas. That divide is nuts, and that's I how agree. the that's how they've been. That's how the Fast and Furious movies have been going. But uh, even even worldwide, you know, a few movies ago, the international audiences were getting it to a billion without us. Like you, they didn't even need America, and they were still hitting a billion. Yeah, and now yeah. they're hitting about five hundred million. So even worldwide, yeah, they're still doing all the work, but it's not as big as it was. So it's I time, Finn. One more, <laughs> and don't give him three hundred and fifty million dollars to do that again. Again, <laughs> not like don't ever. When you told me that budget, I said what. <laughs> Oh my god, they put all and the budget what? on that damn, the damn, the damn at the end of the movie. That's what they put the budget <laughs> on. Oh my god, what a mess. But uh, mm-hmm. what well, else we got? This. Past what? Lives. Look at Past Lives down here. Hold on, I can't see it. It debuted Ooh. at number 12, but it only debuted in four movie theaters this week and made $232,000 for a $58,000 per theater average. A very strong start. It's really, really good. Don't look at Evil Dead Rise. Just don't look at it. Yo, I'm don't, so hyped don't. for past lives. I have like a little Denver Film Society thing that they're doing. Oh, really? Um, and I'm so excited. I'm like, okay, because the people have been hyping this they've movie. Been since they've been they've been hooting and hollering. Uh, so, lives, I, so. I, I'm like, y'all better not let me down. I don't want to go into no past lives and it turns out to be boring mess. So listen. Um, uh, <laughs> so it's a really pretty solid drop for uh, about my father. I actually was expecting a bigger drop than that, but that's pretty good. Oh yeah, it only dropped fifty one percent. Oh, look at you hurt my feelings. Oh. In the I top see. 10. <laughs> and then Super Mario Bros. I mean, what else do we got to say? It's still. Will this uh, movie ever drop away? 
Nope. You Number know, six like, spot. It's still three point three million. It finally got hit with another animated film, and it still didn't even drop fifty yeah. percent. That is wild. There was a there was a there was a mark that it passed today too, wasn't it? One point three. I I think it yeah, is. Yeah, over one point. Right yeah, it hit one point three billion. Yeah. Oh, that one's on streaming. We forgot to mention Fast X. Uh, we talked about this drop. It's already on coming to streaming. Yeah, I'm not this surprised. week is going to be on streaming. So. Not surprised. I mean, they took away a lot of theaters from it this week, so I feel like next week is going to be the same. Uh, especially domestic. Domestic, they're like, I. That, <laughs> that Kandahar, that machine yeah. dropped big. Yep, big. yep, yep. So. Like, all right. So, oh, that's the other movie I just saw Sanctuary down here. What? And number 15. It increased to 225 theaters. Larry, listen. I'm I'm slacking on this year as far as movies, so I know I am. Every time you say a movie, I'm like, oh yeah, I do, do want to see that. I'm like, look at our poor Margaret. I'm just glad you got out for Margaret. You know what I mean? I like did. that could have been one that might have slipped under the cracks if it yeah. came out at a bad time. It's so I'm glad it came out and you got it. <laughs> it's a classic. I did like it. I did like, like it. if it came out next weekend, it might have been a wrap for Margaret, and Dwayne could have missed one of his favorite movies of the year. I know number two now because Spider Verse. He said Margaret got the bump. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spider Verse was that dude. I mean, that movie was just that dude. So, so when I get think, back, I listen, when I get back, I'm gonna rehab some. I'm gonna do some rehabbing. Okay. Listen, uh, here's what I gotta say. I know we what? we make fun of people talking like this. What? Academy, don't make me whoop your ass. I'm already tired. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio already should have been in the nominees for last Josie year. Josie is heated. Josie is not having it this year when if it comes to Into the Spider Verse. Into yeah. the Spider Verse should have already been nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, I know it's just a part one, but y'all nominated Dune for Best Picture, so don't play. That's facts. Hold so. up now. That's facts. Hold up. Because <laughs> at first I thought that I was like maybe they'll wait for the next one Maybe they won't nominate this one but it can be a push No 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 y'all did it for Dune You can do it for Spider-Verse They gotta push it though They, they really oh, they like Sony it. I know Sony will For animation yeah, For sure but, for, Listen here's what it needs Animation yeah. it needs original score Needs to get a big push Because yeah. I think it can get nominated And best picture that oh, i really hope they push it I'm they like, gotta put, listen but, gotta. listen but props on sony man because sony they listen for every morbius <laughs> for every like okay we're doing el muerto and we're doing spider web or what was that what was that movie no madam web, madam web. <laughs> and we're doing venom and they even put Venom's world in this damn movie. Anyway, they uh, you know listen. there wasn't a reference to Morbius to be seen. Nah, bruh. <laughs> but but listen, <laughs> we, we we cannot as a as film critics as fans, we cannot only talk shit when I do bad stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, these are all like these are their properties. These are all Sony's, like as far as the Spider-Man stuff, that's not MCU. These are theirs, and these are not like, oh, someone is doing it, and Sony is backing that. No, these Sony went out and seeked out these people, okay? 
So as much as we give them their lumps when it comes to Mobius and Venom 2 <laughs> and all this stuff, as much as we give them their 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 as as much as as much as they catch their strays, you gotta give them their flowers when it, when when it's when it's due time. And this movie was one of the reasons why this movie was successful. As annoyed that I was at every day, we got a new clip, new clip, new clip, new clip. They pushed this movie so much. They pushed it. I don't think I've ever seen them push one of their Spider-Man movies like the way they pushed across the Spider-Verse when it came to marketing. They put this thing everywhere. They had a big PlayStation sto- uh, showcase la- uh, la- last week. All over it was Across the Spider-Verse. I can't turn on my PlayStation 5 without seeing Across the Spider-Verse plastered <laughs> all over the dam. You know what I mean? I, I They put this thing everywhere. Spider-Man 2, new video game coming out later on this year. It has like like 15 to 20 million views all around platforms. At the end of the tra- at the end of the gameplay trailer, what are they showing across the Spider-Verse? They pushed heavy for this movie and you got to give them their flowers because this movie did a huge number. Not even like, "Okay, this is pretty good." Like, you know, like something yeah. like I don't know, John Wick Chapter 4. Or even Quantumania. Okay, this is pretty good. Guardi- yeah. Guardians, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a huge number for animation, and this is a huge number for Spider Verse. I mean, I could not. You got to give them their flowers. If I had the award, the applause kind of button here, I would press it. But give them their flowers because this is they, it's crazy. Yeah. They've innovated the whole the whole game. Uh, that first, and that's the other thing is that first Spider Verse movie innovated the animation game. I mean, we look at Puss in Boots last year that we all loved. That was fantastic. Ninja Turtles this year, the way that that trailer looks just like a Spider-Verse. It's own self. Mitchell's vs. the Machines was also Sony Animation. All of these movies took from Spider-Verse, that first Spider-Verse. I mean, the whole landscape of animation right now of blending, like they're trying, like we've moved to, is thanks to that first film. And that's because... You know, Sony Animation, you know, let the directors take a chance. Because that was a big chance to do that first Into the Spider-Verse film. And for every time we know they've meddled and they've gotten in the way of themselves and, you know, Spider-Man 3 a franchise. Yep, yep. They also let Raimi do the first two Spider-Men how he wanted. Mm-hmm. He also let the, these filmmakers do these Spider-Verse films when they were like nothing we had ever seen. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, you got it. You're you're right. You got to give it to them, and they they did. They brokered this deal with Marvel. They took that chance because they didn't have to. Uh-huh, I mean, I know that their Spider Man. I know their Spider Man was dead in the water after that second Sp- Amazing <laughs> Spider Man. So it yeah. worked for them too. But you know, um, so yeah, and even the Venom movies do well. You know, they know how to make money. So. Yeah. It is what it is, but yeah, it's a it's a big win for Sony, and Sony Animation is is killing it right now. So good on them. Yeah, and and when they're and when they're winning, like they really they win. Like Bullet Bullet Train last year was doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that that uh that Ghostbusters movie, you know, brought in some really good some pretty good yeah. box office. So it's like yeah, we got to give them their flowers when they do good stuff. You can't just be like, ah man, I mean, this was not them. This was somebody. I mean, this was this is all Sony and 
good on them because I know and I know for beyond the Spider Verse, <laughs> man, that thing's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, like I mean, it's gonna be everywhere. everywhere. So yeah, good on them. But that being said, everyone, that is it for the box office report show. Really appreciate you guys all for listening to us today. Uh yeah, Larry, Larry Mono, they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, on Instagram, Chili Boy Productions, and on Twitter, Chili Boy YT. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemag94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And as far as for us, I don't, I'm not sure. We'll see what the news looks like this week. If there's anything crazy that happens, and I'll do a world show before I leave. Uh, besides that, I have to get our old boy Larry to record that Transformers review. Let's get it, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, real quick, everyone, we have a couple of things on the podcast going up right now. Uh, check out our Spider Verse across the Spider Verse review. That we did on Friday. That was myself, Leo, and Josie. Really, really good show there. And then we have Cinemania Live with myself and Hannah a couple of days ago. Talking Spider-Verse and taking your questions. And then earlier today, we had the Hero Hour show. Where we did a full spoiler discussion. Myself, Meg, and Pat was on that. So check those all out. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.